Well, hello everyone. Welcome to episode two of the quarantined happy hour. Yes, I changed the name after one episode. If you know me, that it's not an unusual thing. Uh, coming up with titles and names of things is one of my worst, like, I, I'm not skilled at that at all. So I changed names and titles a lot for things. Um, but luckily it was just after one episode. So it's not like it really stuck and I don't have that many listeners right now, so it's okay. But yeah, it's called the Quarantine Happy Hour now. I think it just, you know, it's more fitting because it was started during quarantine and it's still unfiltered. I tried to have both quarantine and unfiltered in the title, but it was too long, so I just settled on that. Okay, I don't want to offer a huge long explanation, but that's the name of the podcast now, but it's still the same idea. If I sound weird or different, as I have been sick uh, yesterday, um and feel kind of tired it's a coronavirus i don't know i can't even get tested i mean if i wanted to so just staying in quarantine hopefully trying to feel better and also before we get started just wanted to let you guys know that you there you can leave me a voice message uh if you are not very familiar with anchor uh that's the you know website where i distribute this podcast and it's also associated with spotify if you look at if you go to the show page for this podcast on anchor there should be an option that says like leave a voice message or something like that you can record up to a minute and then also if you look in the show notes for this podcast there should be some kind of link or something letting you leave a voice message so i would love to hear from you guys whether it's a comment saying like hey great podcast or this podcast things i don't know whatever any comments you have or maybe an idea you have for something you want me to cover or maybe a guest that you would like for, for me to have on anything any feedback i would love to hear from you guys um so please feel free to leave a voice message i will let you know you know i just want you to know that if you do leave me a voice message i probably will use it on the sh- uh, podcast that way other people can hear it and then i can respond to it so just be aware of that if you do leave me one it's I might probably most likely will use it for the show. So just keep that in mind. Okay, so this podcast uh, for episode two was kind of long because we had a lot to talk about. So, but it's pretty fun. Especially, and if you watch the Netflix show Love is Blind, I hope you will enjoy these two parts. So let's get start started with part one of episode two of Lessons Learned from Love is Blind featuring my special guest Kay Montgomery. Um, this is your host <laughs> Anais Lucia. This podcast is not for the easily offended. I'm really excited today because we're going to be talking about one of my favorite shows probably of, well of this year and probably ever now because I really really love it. Love is blind. Love is blind and it'll take over your mind. That's a Mary J. Blige song right? Yeah. It's, you know, yeah, like a dating reality show, but it's just so... I, I, I don't even, like, watch reality TV or even dating shows. I think a lot of them are just, yeah, like, just so, f- like, fake and people just want to go to hook up and get famous. But with Love is Blind, I didn't really see that. I mean, yeah, there might be a couple of people that might seem like, yeah, they're just there for attention. But most of them seem like they were, especially the guys, were there to find, like, you know, why, like, spouses and usually you don't see that on tv shows uh reality shows they're just there to hook up but there they were actually wanted to find you know a life partner and i was like especially the guys i'm like where are these guys like (laughs) 
um i i have not really met guys who actually want a wife so i'm like where are they can i be on this show um so that was really intriguing and then just the whole concept it's on netflix if you have not seen it but after i saw the trailer i randomly saw a trailer on netflix and i was like okay i have to see this show <laughs> because basically they meet with and get engaged without seeing each other and they go on the dates and these like, pods and things like that and i'm just like what how does this happen so after i saw the trailer i'm like okay i have to watch it and i watched i think the first four episodes in one night and then i told my friend i was like you have to watch it and then we finished the i watched the four first four episodes again with her and then we watched after she caught up we watched the rest of the season together we watched the reunion and i just love it and i cannot wait to talk about it today i have a special guest on today uh, my friend also another host she's amazing uh, her name is Kay montgomery so we're gonna have her on but before we bring on Kay, i just need to have a little swig <laughs> of my drink for today because in case you don't know every episode i'm gonna have a drink because it's a happy hour okay so yeah um and you know we're going through coronavirus you know quarantine so <laughs> i need a drink you know so i'm gonna have the barefoot pink moscato so good i have it in this little glass that has three lines the bottom one says good day the middle one says bad day the top one says don't ask <laughs> i have definitely filled it up to the don't ask line a couple times but right now it's just a good day hi Kay. hi thank you so much for joining me thanks for having me so before we get started how's you know quarantine going for you i'm stir crazy it's miserable oh no 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 my kids go on spring break next week they've been online schooling this week so it's been pretty low like chill but still stir crazy but next week i feel like i'm gonna have to entertain them more so that's gonna be tougher Oh, yeah. But at least maybe like you're, you know, you're having some quality time, you think, with your family or no? <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, we are. We are. We are. Okay. It's so interesting that, you know, Love is Blind came out like almost a month ago or maybe a couple weeks ago. And then all of a sudden we're experiencing this quarantine because I feel like now it's kind of relevant. Like, <laughs> like oh, okay, I guess we're, we're going to have to date like, well, at least those of us who are single, in case you didn't know, Kay's married. She's she's one of the lucky ones that found someone. Um <laughs> So we have two perspectives, okay, everyone? Um, but those of us who are single, I feel like we're going to have to date like Love is Blind now. So it's a, <laughs> that's a new, um, that's a new way of, that's going to be the new way of dating in the future. I feel like we're in space, like that we're communicating just through screens now. <laughs> like, can't go outside. We're going to die. <laughs> right. Like, that is so weird. I, I'm, I've been wondering about that. I saw a girl that uh, on Twitter and she was like, a guy she was dating cash after some money so that she could buy like so she could order some um, like Uber eat some food and then they just skyped wine and food together and I thought that was cute. Oh, that's cute. Um, all right. First of all, what did you think overall about the show like before you watched it and then after? So when I first saw the ads for it, I was like, oh, this is nothing that I'm interested in. I don't normally watch reality TV. I'm not a Bachelor person. Um, well, I watched the Lindsay um, episode of Bachelor because she's the first black Bachelorette. So I had to watch that. But like, other than that, I'm not really a reality TV person. So I was like, nah, it's not for me, whatever. But then 
as time went on, I started seeing it everywhere. Like, I mean, I would be reading, you know, regular newspaper and I would see it there. I would see people post about it on Instagram. Friends were asking me, have you watched it? Have you watched this episode? Have you seen this? I'm like, no. And then seeing couples, people being like, oh, these people are couple goals. These people are mm-hmm. and I'm like, what is happening? You are the one who really got me because you're posting about like every day. It's so good. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm watching Love is Live episode two. And I'm like, you know what? I trust your opinions on shows. Aww. So I reached out to you when I was like, okay, tell me the real deal. Like, is it really good? Like, is it hype or is it really good? People were like, no, no. You were like, nope, you got to give it a shot. So I was like, okay, I'll at least give it episode one. And my husband really isn't into reality stuff. Like, he doesn't care at all. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to watch it by myself. So one day we're in the bed and I just popped it on and he was like, what, what is that? What is that? Yeah. So he got into it not as much as me, but he was into it. Oh, okay. Wow. It sucked me in. Like, first episode. Some things you have to take a while to warm up to, but did you feel like that? Like there was no warm up. Well, um, I mean, I at first I was like pretty yeah, skeptical and then, but... I felt like first episode, I fell in love with Lauren and Cameron. I'm like, especially like first episode he proposed. I'm like, I have to see it because I have to make sure that they get married because I love them. <laughs> so I think I think they're very clever in putting. I don't know if that was the actual order and like he was the first one to propose, but they were if, whether or not it was um, like it was really good to put that as like the first engagement because it sucked you in. It's like, oh, my gosh, I love them. Like, we have to make sure they actually get married. Yeah, that's so. True yeah good editing and and because i had been seeing them everywhere i knew people love lauren and cameron so and i knew they were interracial and my husband's wife so i was like an interracial couple i'll do anything being a couple else like that sucked me in too so yeah i, I wasn't for sure for sure that they had gotten married but i knew they were together or that mm-hmm. some kind of way it worked out mm-hmm. so i knew it wasn't gonna be like trash drama for everybody so i was like well at least there's a positive good couple coming out <laughs> exactly i guess since you already brought them up i guess we should just start with them because i know everyone loves lauren and cameron if you've seen the show (sighs) of course they're my favorite couple so i just will say that i you know i agree with you that's one of the things that i loved about the show is that like yeah i felt like there was a little bit of maybe a little bit of drama but not as much as like other kind of more trashy reality shows and then like lauren and cameron were just like a breath of fresh air like they're just like a healthy couple and like you don't really see that <laughs> like some people don't see that in real life and then some people and then even like on reality sh- uh, tv it's like you see all these people that just create drama all the time and i'm like oh my god this couple is just like genuine like they love each other they're both really good people and i think that's why like everyone's rooting for them and we still love them um so and then i mean obviously you you're in part of an interracial couple too so like what do you guys uh think and like what why do you or not love them or what maybe something you've learned from watching them um i thought it was really interesting i I know in subsequent interviews like you know they've been doing the rounds going on today show and stuff and Mm -hmm. i've heard them like it made it seem like we talked about being an interracial couple like constantly when we did and we talked about a lot of a lot of other things yeah that's interesting because I've received like that feedback from people. I had a lady say to me once, you know, oh, it probably is really hard between you and your husband because, you know, you guys are, are interracial. And I was like, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> no, mm-hmm. like, 
all difficulty we encounter is from outside forces. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we have normal couple issues. You know what I'm saying? Like understanding each other. My husband is really familiar with black culture. So he mm-hmm. understands that a lot of, you know, white people just don't. But mm-hmm. that assumption that like, like race creates all these issues within our relationship is not necessarily true. I feel mm-hmm. like most of those issues, especially in the, the early on years, because me and my, my husband have been married 20 years this year. Um, yeah. Cheers to that. <laughs> <laughs> so much of that stuff is from the outside. So, like, but I thought it was interesting to like explore like the family dynamic and um, them just getting to know each other um, better. I really like that they did go into the family. I, I, mm-hmm. I heard say, you know, she did meet his family, but they didn't show that. Yeah, I was bummed about that. Yeah, they had a lot of stuff to cover. But mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, I would have liked to see that more, how your family reacts to it. Because I, especially because that's the first white guy she's ever dated. My husband was the first white guy I ever dated. It mm-hmm. was like, my family was like, what? You know, your family has a lot to say. Even if your family is accepting, mm-hmm. like, there are just a lot of, you know, cultural norms that are different. So your family does have opinions. They have funny, mm-hmm. you know, funny things to say or whatever. And I was the first black girl my husband dated. I was the first non-blonde my husband dated. Oh. So, so his friends were all like, who is this girl, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was very, you know, concerned and like, let your family know that I'm black. I don't want them to be surprised when they meet me. You know, that whole thing. <laughs> so I thought that was really, they did really good at that for Lauren's side. But I wanted to see more of Cameron's family side with that. So if, if you could talk, uh, just like maybe compare your experience with maybe introducing your husband to your family and how that whole thing happened compared with Lauren and Cameron's and her, her very, t- the very tense meeting <laughs> between like her dad and Cameron. I was kind of scared. I was like, she, he's going to kill Cameron. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. Like the thing that added to the intensity was that she had never brought anybody home. I was like, how have you never brought anybody home? And Lauren is what? Is she 28, 32? On the show, she was like, I think already 30. How have you never brought I was like, wow. That well, probably, like, like, after I saw her dad, I'm like, I kind of understand why she probably didn't bring anyone. <laughs> it's like, so I thought that was really interesting. So I was like, oh my gosh, it is going to be hard for anybody, for the first guy, period, no matter who he is, let alone he's a white guy from a, a reality show that you've never met. And now she's like, yeah. I'm going to marry him. I was like, oh my gosh. That was yeah, too much. You raised your child well and to make good decisions. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um, I thought it was interesting. I, I thought I thought he was going to be a lot tougher, honestly. I thought, oh. he did. I thought he was pretty nice for somebody that like had never met any of her boyfriends. <laughs> For the background that we just talked about. So mm-hmm. um, I was wanted to see his family reaction to her. Like, okay, he had dated black girls before, but like, you're going to marry one. Like, that's mm-hmm. different. Like, dating mm-hmm. man is very different. So, but they didn't give us that. And I, I've heard in subsequent interviews, like, them both say, especially Cameron said, like, oh, I wish they would have showed yeah. you know, my mom because they really bonded and all of that kind of stuff. Okay, so how did you feel when you saw the the moment when um, Lauren's dad and, you know, the whole wedding dress thing, like that was pretty emotional for me. I thought it was just like a very sweet moment. Did you, was it like too cheesy for you? 
No, I thought it was so sweet. Be, and I think what what happens is it doesn't really re- it it doesn't push super cheesy because mm-hmm. everything else is like pretty crazy and dramatic in everybody else's relationships. And mm-hmm. I felt like Lauren's reaction to them getting married was point on. Like she mm-hmm. had the right misgivings. You know, when they went to his place and he was like, "We can live in my house." And she was kind of like. Well, I have my own place. Like, yeah. I do want to live here, but this feels weird. Like, I, I don't know, like, how that's going to feel to live in your house. Like, everything that I feel like would be normal human behavior <laughs> is yeah. what demonstrated. So then when they get to the moment where, where it's her and her dad, I just trust and believe in her, you know, mm-hmm. experiences. So I don't feel like she's putting on. So, you know, when her and her dad had that moment, it felt like a real moment. Because oh. she feels like a real person. You know yes. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. how she was like uncomfortable with some things. I'm like, oh, I'm not sure about that. And like, I love you, but I don't want to lose my identity. I think that's mm-hmm. what a lot of yeah. women go mm-hmm. So I felt like she brought a lot of just, I hate to say realness or, or you know, authenticity because that's overused. But like, especially in this context where I don't think a lot of people were being authentic. Mm-hmm. But like, a lot of the moments read truer because we trusted her, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that's one of the reasons that we just love them so much because, like, you know, she, I know, it's like, I could feel like she did love him, but, like, yeah, at the same time, it's like, she's, like, kind of real about it. Like, um, yeah, I love him, but also, like, we haven't known each other that long and it's, like, a little much. It's kind of like sometimes when, you know, a guy kind of love bombs you. I don't really think he was love bombing because love bombing is not really like healthy. Like, but he was just like so into it. Like, yes, he said, let's go. And she's like, um, like, wait, let me step back. Like, we haven't known each other for that long. How did you feel when uh, Cameron met her mom? I thought that was so sweet. Like, I feel like he said like everything right. Like, she's the most beautiful girl I've ever met and all this stuff. I'm like, you're just so perfect. Like, Cameron is just. So it was super sweet. The mom, her mom is cute. I yes. Her mom. Her mom She's so cute. Her mom is funny and really cute. Mm-hmm. I, I cringed when she asked him to rap, though. I was like, please don't. <laughs> but he did it. I was like, oh. yeah. I That's think love. He, was, and he was rapping, too. I was like, oh, no, don't do it. Can't, can't <laughs> I, can, I can do without camera rapping. I'm just going to say that. He was really cute. Their interaction was really cute. Mm-hmm. but just I'm just going to defend Cameron a bit he's only doing it because people ask him to he was kind of like he's not like hey let me rap for you girl <laughs> like, it's like oh yeah kind of yeah I can rap so there we go but so anything you like maybe you kind of learned from them or just like just something that maybe you thought of like their relationship that you kind of like realized because I just for me it was just like, it, I was just nice to see, like, you know, yeah, a healthy couple that's just, you know, they're human. Um, and it was just nice to see a guy who actually, like, genuinely, like, loves his woman. <laughs> like, will, like, protect her and respects her at the same time. Because I feel like sometimes guys don't know they, like, he has a nice balance of things. Like, they a lot of times they guys will go either one way or the other where, like, maybe they're way too overprotective and like they don't they're kind of like controlling in a way i don't know like i feel like and he's also you know like i feel like he can be a man but at the same time he's also in touch with his emotions and i feel like sometimes the the guys might be either way too macho and they don't want to show any emotion or like they're 
almost like babies like i'm like okay i'm not your mom i don't need you to be like that emotional so it was just nice to see like a real like like wow a guy like that exists like (laughs) i don't really see that so it was just like nice for i guess us single women like okay can they make more of you cameron (laughs) so and now that that is what blew me away right because Mm -hmm. like my husband is dope like (laughs) Like, my husband is awesome. I just assume, like, everybody else is awesome like my husband is. Mm-hmm. But watching this, I realized, oh, like, it really is brutal in the dating game right now. Yeah. And, like, people don't realize guys like this exist, which is mm-hmm. crazy to me. Because I just take my guy like that for granted. You know, we've been married for 20 years. So, like, I don't know. I just assume, not that he was a dime or a dozen. I mean, he's special. I love him, of course. But, like. I didn't realize like how rare he was. Yeah. Yeah, this is great. They're so cute. They're great. And then it was like, oh my gosh, I want a camera. You can never find a guy like this. I was like, really? Like, yeah. That's why I'm. St- that's why I'm still single. <laughs> <laughs> this is a I- lot rough. I thought it was out here. Yeah. So anyone who has a Cameron, please show him love. <laughs> like, they are so rare. <laughs> Just please appreciate him because we want one. <laughs> we cannot find one. Cameras are out here. They just not on reality TV like that. They not on Love Is Blind a lot. <laughs> yeah, but although we didn't get to see how many pe- how many people was it in the beginning? Like to start, I think they said it was like thirty. I think it was fifteen men, fifteen women. Wow. And then the producers like they didn't think like that many people would actually get engaged. They had only planned for like maybe two. <laughs> so I think it ended up being like eight people, eight couples got engaged, but they got rid of two because they're like, yeah, we don't have the budget for eight. <laughs> like we were only thinking of at least two, and it ended up being six getting engaged. So wow. two were like not even shown on the show um and then well like diamond and carlton then they ended up breaking up like pretty quickly so Uh, i guess that could be our little segue to diamond and carlton whoa okay so any thoughts on them (laughs) so i was texting with a friend of mine that's a lesbian she said to me diamond is biphobic because it shouldn't matter to her who he's dated before yeah he loves her now and I said well I have a lot of work to do because I'm biphobic too then because I felt like Diamond felt like I okay with it I would have wanted to know in the beginning I really feel like the crux of the issue though was that he lied to her yeah um, mm-hmm. it's closed to her in the beginning you don't yeah. wait until after you're engaged to someone yeah to tell them about your past like you mm-hmm. should be upfront with your like everything that's going on in your past so yes. I felt it was more of the lie that got me. I was just like, why did you lie for so long? Yeah. And then he was super defensive. But yeah, I just I just did not like him lying to her. And then he was so disrespectful. Oh my gosh. Calling out her name. And then he made the comment about her hair. Like, how can you talk about a black woman's hair? I was like, Cameron, he's on my list. Like, period. Mm-hmm. Like, I <laughs> learned a lot about my own like biphobia I was like because my friend was like it should matter who he's dated before if he you know is into you and wants to commit to you so I was like hmm I can see how I have an issue with that and she was like bi people bisexual people have it the worst because Mm. gay people don't feel like they're accepted completely into the community and then straight people she was saying like nobody trusts them Oh, okay. And I thought that was 
really interesting. I read a think piece where a guy said, bi men are assumed gay and bi women are assumed straight. Oh. And I, that might be kind of true culturally. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. what, are, what were your thoughts about it? Sorry, I went off on a tangent because I was. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But yeah, I think the biggest thing was just like the lying. Like for me, just just in general, like just don't lie. Like even if you're scared, like I'd rather just have all the information, know the truth. That way I can make an actual like uh, a good decision based on the truth, not lies. So it's like if you would have just told me up front before getting engaged, I, I would have been OK with it. But, you know, maybe somebody who's not OK with it, like you no matter what you have to be honest like because that person cannot make uh the correct decision for them if they don't have the truth so for me it was just like the fact that he lied not the fact that he's he's bi um and you know that's a big lesson you know honesty is the best policy that's something that i feel like they really showed because i noticed that the couples that actually lasted that are still together lauren cameron uh barnett and amber um well the two that got married they were like honest with each other they didn't really hide anything True. yeah uh amber did talk about the debt but she still kind of that was like, honest. yeah she was honest and people like I, I kind of don't like that people kind of attacked her for it because i'm like um yeah like you don't have debt really like <laughs> like come on yeah. a lot of people have debt don't be so harsh on her at least she likes she didn't wait till after they got married <laughs> like she did talk about it because she needed to um but they are still together. They were honest. Uh, Gigi and Damien, or Janina, sorry, she doesn't like being called Gigi, but Janina and oh, she Baker. Being yeah, Gigi. yeah. I, I I read or I heard later that she doesn't like being called Gigi, and I was like, well, they were calling her Gigi on there, but yeah. So they, I guess they, you know, they're still together. They're not married, but the ones that they were hiding stuff, they weren't being honest, like you know, Carlton Damien, Diamond. Carlton Diamond, sorry, Diamond and Damien. Uh, Carlton and Diamond, and then Messica. <laughs> Messica and Mark. <laughs> but did you feel like that that Carlton ever owned up to the lie? Because I felt like oh. he kept, I'm just you living my truth, and you guys are, you know, she was rejecting me, and you know, I just have to. You're not living your truth. That's not even an issue, boo. Like. You should have been your true self, like, or living your truth before getting engaged. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> So, and then still, like, he still hasn't really taken responsibility for it. Like, in the reunion, like, he apologized, but I didn't really feel like it was a good apology. And he's still, like, trying to make things work with her. I'm like, no, like, just stop. Leave her alone. She deserves so much better. And then when he called her the B word, I was like, heck no. I would not put up with that either. Like, really? Okay. Like, that's what you think about me? Mm, okay. I was so shocked. <laughs> I just felt it on the I can't even explain to you how mad it made me. Like, mm. because I don't watch a lot of drama TV like that. So I haven't seen somebody so, like, disrespected in real life. Like, it, this is not a show. Like, he actually said that to her when just 12 hours before, he was looking forward to getting married to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I just... I'm, I, but I'm really proud of her, you know, for just walking like, OK, like not putting up with it because I would have been like that, too. And I think that's good for for women to see that. No, you don't have to put up with it, because I think women who are maybe used to being in bad relationships, they don't have good relationship role models like they think that's normal. 
and i and i when i meet women like that i'm like no that's not normal <laughs> being disrespectful should not be the normal like you should not put up with that you should walk away you can find someone better and i was like yes girl you can find someone better you do not have to put up with that Mm-mm. and then i i could feel like something was going on as i i started to like really not like him like i think the night before when he was talking about the hat like wearing that hat i was like what he was really weird wasn't he yeah Mm-mm. yeah and she's it, and i really i really love her because she was just yeah. like is something wrong like are you okay like you don't seem the same you know she just right got to the issue immediately yeah i wish i could give her a hug i just want to be her friend i'm like oh yeah she's strong she's very sweet but very strong at the same time so i think she's a pretty good you know like role model and diamond i hope you find someone better girl i'm skipping her and mark she needs somebody like her. <gasps> oh yeah i think that'd be cute that would be cute together okay let us know you know instagram <laughs> comments if you ship them i think that would be cute yes i'm so glad that she was like not falling like at the you saw the reunion right or no yes Okay, that's the other weird thing, the ring. Oh, the ring, but you're going to be friends? Like, oh, no, so you can still, like, own her? Like, why would she wear a ring if she's not engaged to you? Girl. Like, no. <laughs> stupidest thing. That was so stupid. Like, he, yeah, I, I don't think he wants her. I think he wants the idea that she brings. Because he was like, I want a family, and I want kids, and I want this, and I want that. Like, you want all of those things, but you don't want it with her. Oh, okay. you know what I mean? Like, yep. I'm not sure it was his. His, I'm not sure it was genuine. And that is a lesson because I've actually dealt with that in real life, where I was dating guys and they said they wanted a girlfriend, and then I realized as time went on, I was like, I think. And like they said that they wanted uh, that uh, they wanted they wanted me as their girlfriend. Then I'm like, no, I think you actually just want a girlfriend, but not really with like me. So you shouldn't find someone who you actually want to be with. Like I don't want to be with a guy who just wants a girlfriend. I want to be with a guy who wants to be with specifically me. Yes. <laughs> so good for you for spotting that. Good for you. Like yeah, yeah. I've actually and I I I'm like the girl who like helps guys realize like they need to be with another person. <laughs> That's who I am. I'm like that little like Cupid, I guess. Like, no, why are you dating me? You need to be with this person. That is so funny. I'm very observant, so I can kind of see how people act. And like, I'll be like, yeah, you guys need to be together. Why are you with me? Like, you obviously have chemistry. You obviously care about each other. You don't act like that with me. Go be with her. So that friend in the romantic comedy. Yes. So <laughs> you're welcome, everyone. You're welcome. You're in love with your best friend. When it's gonna be my turn, I'm just saying. So. <laughs> I'm just waiting. Yeah, you're gonna get your turn. I'm waiting for my Cameron. Is there anybody on the show that you would that you were like, oh well, Cameron? Oh yeah, Cameron, of course. Like that's my dream dude. I was like, and then he doesn't have a brother. I'm like, God dang it, <laughs> uh, no brother. So Mark, yeah. so Mark, is your dream guy? Mark, um, Bar- Barnett, Barnett. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's, like, funny. I like the funny, like, kind of goofy side of him because I can be pretty goofy, too. But just, like, I need more than just that. But, like, I feel like Cameron can, he can be goofy because, like, I've, have you seen their videos? Like, <laughs> him and, like, like with the, when, when she's, like, on the stairs. But, like, so Cameron can be goofy. He just kind of hides it a little bit more. But, like, 
he can be goofy but he's also like such a like gentleman and like everything he'd said was like so perfect i'm like that's what i want to hear like oh i bought this you know for my wife and kids i'm like okay no guy ever says that <laughs> no guy i know says that like you mention kids and marriage and they freaking run away i'm like where is this man like can i meet one <laughs> like where are yeah, you i'm gonna introduce you to that oh my gosh when he told his um whole, told her dad you know oh i fell in love with her without even seeing her like I was like, oh, I want someone to fall in love with my soul. <laughs> you know, that's what I love about this show. It's because, like, you feel like sometimes people don't, like, pay attention to what you're saying. It's just like, oh, you're pretty. Like, I'll be talking to a guy and talking about something important that, like, really matters to me. And they're just like, wow, you're so beautiful. I'm like, okay, did you listen to anything I just said? So <laughs> that's why I love Love is Blind. Because I'm like, can I please be on season two? <laughs> um that would be cool because for me that's be on season two yeah the connection that's what i want it's just like that connection and so rare so rare i'm I've, okay i will say i've met one guy in my life who was like cameron like he's like the top like no guy ever comes close to him because <laughs> like he's real it's not like i'm making him up and if if he's listening he knows who he is um he's the only guy i ever wanted to marry <laughs> I've never wanted to marry anyone. I was like, I'm never going to get married because my family, like everyone's divorced. My parents are divorced. But then I met him and I was like, I would totally marry him like right now. <laughs> so I'm like, OK, maybe it just takes the right person to like sure make does. you actually want to get married. Some other girl might be dating him and think he's too corny. Yeah. Exactly. It's like what works for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Cameron... <laughs> please clone yourself i don't know if you've seen have you seen the pose where girls are like cameron like please clone yourself with your ai technology or something that's hilarious no no but you ask amber and amber thinks barnett is Cameron. you know barnett is amber's camera like mm-hmm. she's perfect he's everything she's wanted like i think they're so out the jump so thank you for listening to part one of episode two of our episode on love is blind and lessons we've learned from it so if you want to hear us talk about barnett and amber and messica and mark please feel free to join us in part two and i hope to see you guys there